WWTI Studios would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy-ass bitches. If the stick up your ass is causing you to complain about the adult content, please listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us and like to have a little fun, enjoy the show. You're listening to We Won the Internet, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-acidly bring you weird news, funny stories, and anything we can find interesting on the web. So please welcome our hosts, Sam Baxter and Logan Marks. How's everyone doing out in podcast land? It's January 22nd, 2020. Thanks for joining us for another night at the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How are you doing, Sam? I'm not bad. How you doing, Logan? I'm doing great. Yeah. Doing wonderful. Yeah, you've been having I a good s- week. Oh hell yeah! I saw the best. I I'd have to say there's there's like you know theatrical events that go on in in you know to our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like, like Forrest Gump. Yeah, you know, that came out. That was that first was like first Star Wars. The first Star Wars blockbusters, things that to change your life. Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah, back to the few masterpieces on film. Yep, yep. And I just, I just witnessed one. Oh, you did? Oh man, I did new movie that came out in uh, the theaters? No, it's it's not in the theaters. I found it on Amazon Prime. Oh god, okay. It's 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 the I I can't. I this changed my life. Changed like I life. feel, I feel as if though I my mind has been awakened. Oh shit! It, Please do tell. It, <laughs> Indulge us. It's called. <laughs> The, the movie's called Velocipastor. Velocipastor, like a Velociraptor, but a Velocipastor as in a church? Yeah, like a, like a church. So it's about a it's about a priest whose parents are killed. And because he's so, you know, he has so much pain, he decides to travel to Earth. And on his travels, he becomes cursed to become a dinosaur. <laughs> like, a, like a werewolf dinosaur. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and since he has this power, he decides to use it for good. Oh shit! And he ends up fighting. He ends up having to fight this like drug cartel of ninjas. <laughs> There's like ninja drug dealers. <laughs> okay. While he's you know while he's still preaching in the church and all this stuff, and it's the movie. The movie seems like it was. It's like if you grabbed a bunch of your friends mm-hmm. and you said, "We have two hundred dollars. We got to make a movie." Yeah. And then you, but you still end up. You spend all the money on just the the dinosaur suit. <laughs> I take it the suit's pretty awesome, or what? The the suit is amazingly terrible. Like the <laughs> acting is amazingly terrible, and just I I've been telling everybody about this film. Everybody saw uh, Lamar the Bear Hunter. You know uh, the he raccoon, Mister. Huh? He wa- Lamar watched it. He wa- he wa- he liked it too. He was uh he was uh, pretty excited about it. Okay, okay. He 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 wants to get a poster for his wall. So. <laughs> Okay, this this sounds like remember those old movies uh, American Ninja like one through five or one through six. <laughs> remember that with Michael Dudikoff? He was like a white. He was a white ninja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, that's that's what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking of like like a C movie, not even a B, but a C. It's it's pretty. It's almost like you know, like the old grind, Grindhouse movies. Yeah, okay. That they used to have. Yeah, it's it's a lot like that. You know, there's a lot of blood and gore. Oh, okay. There's a lot of you know, a lot of they, sex, a lot, a lot of titties and stuff. Yeah, it's, there's titties and the, the chick on there is pretty hot. Oh shit, I'm sold. Yeah, so it's it's it. <laughs> I, I, they got my vote for an Oscar. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they get points. Well, for the, that. The, well, it was directed by uh, Brandon Steer, and the the budget for the movie. Who the fuck's Brandon was, Steer? You say that like I'm supposed to know who that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just letting people know. Okay. <laughs> Brandon Let Steer. the listeners know. Who, I'm thinking. Like, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, who is this? Brandon Steer? But you, but you will after you will know his name okay. after this movie. Okay. The budget was thirty five thousand dollars. Thirty five grand. Okay. How did you find this movie? I was just on. I was watching. I was on Amazon, and I was like, I want to find a good movie to watch, and I saw that on there, and the poster looked fucking amazing. So I was like, this has got to be a shitty movie. <laughs> and I started reading the premise of it, and I was like, "This is amazing, amazing!" And so that I, uh, I, yeah, I watched it, and man, I was cracking up for the whole thing. It was Holy that. Shit. It was that. It was that gloriously awesome. Okay, okay. So this is on par, like you said, with Back to the Future, Star Wars, Force Gump. Yes, yes. This will change your life. This will change I'm, your life. <laughs> Lots of pasture. All right. <laughs> and and the byline is a. Uh, 
the man, a man of the claw. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the cloth. <laughs> Fuck, this is so good. Oh man, I th- I'm sold now. You've just sealed the deal. <laughs> it sealed the deal for you right there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I might watch it tonight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Out> of the claw. <laughs> and it's only like a, it's only like an hour and ten minutes long, so it's a quick, it's a quick watch. That's a short movie. <laughs> but like you said, there's titties in it, so it's got to be good, right? It's 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 pretty good. I I I, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. All right, it. I'm gonna check it out. Everyone else should too. Velas a pastor. I bet they weren't paying us to say it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, I don't think they can afford it. <laughs> they put all that budget money in the dinosaur. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at it right now. It looks like paper mache. That thing looks yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something that goes on like fifth graders make. <laughs> yeah, it's like something a fifth grader would make. So it's, not, like even, it's not even CGI and- or anything? No, it's funny because there's some parts that they say they're gonna. It says it's gonna be CGI, but it says it in print. Okay, like, <laughs> there's a part like where a car explodes, mm-hmm. and they put a CGI car like car explosion <laughs> over it instead of having it actually explode. Oh man, <laughs> these guys are these guys sound like amateurs. They sound like us. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's it's a shit show that you could kind of still enjoy. I got it's so it. Bad. I got good. it. <laughs> I will not turn away from this movie. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I just hope there's gore in it, too. You said there's titties, there's action, there's ninjas. Oh, man. Tons of action. You're going to love it. Okay. I, you, I, I probably just, just just watch it. I'll watch it. And I'll then, it. And then we'll, you let me know how it is. Okay. I'll do that. So should we move on to uh, shit on the internet? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, uh, talk about shit on the internet. This week's sponsor is the Dark Web, the WWTR Studios After Show. That's right, bitches. We are getting dark. So relax. Kick off your shoes. Hell, take off your pants. Because I know I already did. What? I can feel your judgmental look. Don't. You're making it weird. Just let it happen. Anyway, the dark web is where Sam and I go into scarier, creepier parts of the internet. We'll be talking about the paranormal, crazy conspiracy theories, murder, and just all-around weird, creepy shit. So if you enjoy sitting around a campfire... Hearing scary stories, then keep listening, because you're about to get caught in the dark web. No, Sam, I will not put on my pants. So I got a story here about, uh, well, this guy's kind of a a douchebag, I thought. His name's David Levitt. He's a self-described award-winning multimedia journalist. Anytime somebody self-describes himself, they know that they're a piece of shit. You know someone's... Yeah, you know they're fucking assholes. Okay. So he called the police on a target manager because she refused to sell him a Mistmark Oral-B electric toothbrush for one cent. Mm. So through the series of tweets, um, complete with photos of the manager, he took pictures of the manager and put them up on his Twitter account. Why? Uh, Levy reported the entire idea. He begins by telling his followers, the target manager, Tory, is not honoring the price of this item per Massachusetts law. I just had to call the police because she refused to sell me the toothbrush. Call the police? This is a fucking crime? He says he didn't call 911, but he called the business number for the police and told them that it was not an emergency and they could take their time. And he explained the situation. So he tweets, the, the police verified at Target displayed the price of toothbrush for one cent. The store manager, Tori, refused to sell me the toothbrush for display price. The police said it, that I could sue them and they would make a report for me so they, 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 he could use it in court. So Levitt wants to be clear that corporations like Target are not above the law. The police officer told me that they'll testify that they saw the price that the manager wouldn't sell sell to him. He says uh, he also said I've not been able to a, I've not been able to go to the dentist for over three years. So, yes, he needed that toothbrush at that amazing price. But they just wouldn't honor it. So he's he's saying saying that he might have to take him to court. I don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> I don't think that. I think if it's like a mismatch like that, that's like too big. I think those toothbrushes are like like hundred dollars, right? Yeah, they're expensive. They're they're at least fifty bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're not going they're not going to sell them for one cent. And I, and I think I read about it. It's like it was a display, right? Yeah, but the thing, yeah, when you look at the picture, it's basically there's a display model. Mm-hmm. That was sold for a penny, mm-hmm. which, you know, those display don't ones are just fucking like take that, that one, asshole. <laughs> take the display, David Levitt. Take it and use it on your mouth, your filthy mouth. You haven't been to the dentist in three years. Man, this guy's a piece of shit. 
I know. And then like the, people were like checking out his Twitter accounts and like he, he says he hasn't been to the dentist for three years yet. He was like just re- just a little while ago he had bought like a new PS4 or something like that. Jeez, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and he was bragging about how he got a great deal on it. It was like, you know, almost 400 bucks. Sounds like, like so you can't go go to the go to the store and get a cleaning or go to the dentist to get a cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know he can go get like an old B, just a regular toothbrush for like six bucks. I know. <laughs> I mean, you can go to the dollar store and get them for a dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, those generic ones. I don't know. This guy sounds like a piece of shit. So it kind of is. But the the good thing about it, Carp dunked him from uh, Twitter. Started a GoFundMe for the for the manager, and they raised like thirteen, oh, a little over thirteen thousand dollars. Oh wow! So that she can go on a vacation, you know, oh, have nice. to deal with shitheads like that. So that, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I think I heard about that. I think I heard that she, when they raised that for her, she says, "You know what? Thank you for this." She sounds like a good woman, and she said, "Like, thank you for this." She's she's going to donate that money to like a charity. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, you know, I'm just doing my job. Thank you, everybody, for the support. It's kind of what she's saying, but uh, she goes, "Like, basically, I'll take on this David Prick." You know. <laughs> I'm not worried about it, and this money, all this generous money, will go to a, you know, somebody somebody that really needs it. So that's good for her. I mean, why do you have to be such a dick about that kind of stuff? I it annoys me when people do that. You know, can you it's imagine like, how you know when we were growing up, we didn't have social media. People would just yell right there in the store. You know, oh I know, <laughs> they throw people fit. still do that stuff. I know, but this is even worse because then they try to shame you. Yeah, I know. They try to make it public. They try to, you know, they try to like they're like strong arm get you. other people. Yeah, try to get other people to like try to take you down or make you lose your job. And, like, <clears throat> yeah, like you better for, do for, this just or because else. Yeah, just because you're some cheapskate, you can't you know you can't think logically. How are they going to sell it for a loss like that? That's just stupid. He doesn't care. He figures they screwed up and it's his gain, right? That's I, people like that. I've, I've known. Pe- I've worked with people like that. Shit, I still do. I've known a few people like that, even where I work. <laughs> and they're always looking for something like that. They're always looking to yeah, get they're ahead. They're always looking to try to cheat know. the system. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, man, we have jobs. You know, we're working. You know, just pay for this shit. <laughs> you know, so, so I don't know. I gotta play. I gotta get my PS4, bro. I know. You know, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Fuck you, David Levitt. You have a story for us? Yeah. So I got this one here. This is pretty interesting. So in Manteca, California, yes, that place is called Manteca, for anyone who speaks Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) A Manteca school bus driver was put on administrative leave after parents say the children experienced a scary ride home. Okay, so what is that, you might Mm -hmm. ask? Yeah. Um, The children had experienced a frightening ordeal on Thursday afternoon, and some of the kids were calling their parents afraid. They were not, and as the parents were waiting, the kids, like, were not showing up at their designated, you know, bus drop-off. Mm-hmm. So the kids were saying that <laughs> the students on the bus were saying that the that the driver was going in circles and driving erratically. Oh shit! Yeah, one of the girls called her mom and she says when she made a U turn, she just hooked it right in the middle of the intersection and went right over the curb. <laughs> <laughs> was she all high or what? No, no, I mean that's the thing. That, so they don't know right now. Um, they also said that. Um, let's see. She also told her that, um, you know, she was climbing the curbs and she was telling the driver, I don't feel good. I have a headache. That's what the little girl was telling the driver, right? And then mm-hmm. the driver told the daughter, does it look like I care? You're not even supposed <laughs> to be talking to me. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Yeah, you nobody got time for your fucking headache. <laughs> yeah, she told her, you're not even supposed to be talking to me. <laughs> I'm not a damn doctor. <laughs> So like it was basically like four minutes, forty minutes o- over, and I guess like for like thirty of those minutes, she just sat. The lady, the bus driver, just sat in the parking lot, wouldn't drive, wouldn't do anything. And oh she, wow, yeah, just telling the kids to basically shut up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she had like a just like a brain melt. You know, I don't just know, like a, a nervous breakdown. I don't know, but you know, this, the the um, school district saying that you know, you know, student safety is the number one priority and. They're aware of the situation, and the and the the bus driver's been put on administrative leave, and they're investigating what happened. Because again, they ended up having to get another bus to go intercept that one and move the kids to that bus and take the kids to their designated areas. But Dude, that'd be crazy, yeah, especially I mean, with your little kid. That'd be yeah, fucking scary. Exactly, <laughs> as a kid, yeah. I mean, you don't know what this fucking person's gonna do, and they have your life. Yeah, in your it's hands. a rust. 
run us off a cliff or something. Exactly. I, I can understand the kid. You know, seven years old, nine years old. The kids are scared. Makes sense. So I thought that was. I thought that was crazy. That, that is, is crazy. that is David Levitt crazy, but it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's up there. It's yeah, up there. it's, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a story here from uh, from Utah. So Utah Governor Gary Herbert has halted the distribution of a hundred thousand free condoms in the U.S. state because of the racy slogans on the package. <laughs> so <laughs> it features phrases like "slut," which is you know, yeah, slut. Salt Lake City, Utah. So it spells out "slut." Yeah, Salt Lake like, City, Utah, nice slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or explore Utah's caves. Ooh, and and uh, enjoy your enjoy your mountains. Just like just really suggestive stuff that's on the labeling. <laughs> Of the condoms, okay, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, it's been, witty. You might. It's it's witty. It's funny. It's. Yeah. A, I mean, you're using condoms, so you're having sex. So I mean, it's not like you're taking them to church. Well, they're in Utah, so this is some weird shit. That's true. So it was part of a campaign by the Utah uh, Department of Health on HIV prevention and promotion of safe sex. So the apart the, the department apologized for the offensive packaging. <sighs> um, the office of Mr. Herbert, a Republican. Said that he understands the importance of Utah Depart the Utah Department of Health conducting a campaign to educate Utah or Utahians about HIV prevention. He does not, however, approve the use of sexual innuendos as part of the taxpayer uh, fund campaign. Give me a fucking break! Like I was saying, it's like ridiculous. It's like that's what they're used for. They're used for fucking sex, you know? Ta- taxpayers' <laughs> money for this shit. What a fucking anal asshole! I know, because. I mean, because they were, they were distributing condoms anyway. So the only problem he has is the packaging on he's, it. He's probably pissed that they're giving out condoms. That's probably what's mad, right? Just yeah, it's just the fact that he's, yeah, and he's he's just going to say that nope, it's this brandy that's you know makes me mad, and I'm stopping this. He, I mean, because remember the religion. I think they're supposed to have more kids, right? You're not supposed to have sex. I think if I remember right, in religion. You're supposed to have sex to procreate, not for recreation. So oh, that's that's horrible. So this is this goes again. <laughs> so condoms are against probably the religion. So that's probably what the main problem is. And he's just saying that the branding is what's pissing him off. So he's just being a big baby about it. I know it's just ridiculous. So they they they're gonna they take all of them back and they're gonna rerun the campaign with a different. You that, know. That's taxpayer money right there, asshole. I know that's what I was thinking too. Because you're just gonna pay twice as much, exactly. Especially for especially for a campaign that's. Pretty good to begin with. Yeah, I do kind of wish I could get a hold of them now because I would actually pay for one. You know what's just, weird is you know what just for the packaging. What's so dumb is that people don't really read that shit. I mean, you get a condom, you're there just to tear it off and to have sex, right? You're not there to fucking read. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna really care. It's like it's, it's like gonna those, be dark and you're gonna be drunk. It's like it's like those pops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like those pops have the names on it. Who fucking cares? Like I'm thirsty. Give me a pop. You know, I'll take a Pepsi or Coke and I'll just drink it and I'll throw it away. I'm not gonna keep it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. This, this, I know. Does anybody keep those? I don't. Like, like I don't think so. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, look, Jose. That's me. Jose's on you know? there. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> nobody drink my pop. Yeah, nobody else can drink a Jose pop because I'm the only Jose in the world. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, I don't know. It's, I, I think that's bullshit by this, um, this fucking politician guy. But fucking, they sure know how to waste money, don't they? Oh well, yeah. I mean, because the, the whole thing was to prevent HIV. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. It's hard enough to get people to wear condoms anyway, so I you know. might as well just make it a f- fun thing. Give them all for free. Yeah, well, that's that's what they were doing. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, leave it. Let that happen. Yeah, just let that happen. I remember, um, but my, my buddy, he was uh, he was telling me when he was in high school, his mom, like he said, you know, his his dad didn't he didn't grow up with his dad. He just grew up with his mom and his sister. And he said his mom's like, hey, look, I know you're gonna, you know, you're a young man now. Here's some condoms. She she had like a jar of condoms. She like worked at. She was a nurse, so she mm-hmm. can get them. She got like she had a bunch of them there. She says he said there was quite a bit of them there. It was like a big jar, like a vase of them. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Here, here's the condoms. You know, if you need one, just use it. Okay. He's he's like mm-hmm. okay. You know that was basically the sex talk, right? Yeah. And he says by like the end of the summer there was like maybe a few left out of like a few hundred. <laughs> and his, his mom's like, <laughs> and his mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, what was he doing also? He's fucking, man. He's fucking. <laughs> and he said his mom, like, he had put the jar, like, like kind of hit it off. And then she finally saw it. It was, like, just completely empty. 
Tinha o velho. Did you use all these cities? I guess. How old is he? Oh, you know, they were high. It was like 17, 18, you know. So, <laughs> Dad, that guy's getting a lot of extras for high school. Yeah, yeah, he was. That's what he said. He said. <laughs> it's like, what could I say? I used up all the cars. Yeah, I, I did what you said, Ma. You know what you basically. So he was just. You followed the rules. Using it for like water balloons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even know. Yeah, but he was all telling me that his mom got all mad. She she thought like maybe it was a sister that was using him too, but she didn't want to go ask the sister. <laughs> Where's your dirty horse sister? <laughs> Sticking all the damn guns. <laughs> I know you didn't use these. <laughs> yeah, no, Ma, I didn't. <laughs> you don't look like you got any play at all, son. Uh, no, Ma, nothing. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, and we're going to get to decoding the Internet, where this week we're going to talk about weird things that people sell online. And we'll be right back. All right, so our main topic, we're things that you can sell online. So chances are you're buying cheap items at a second-hand store and reselling them for a good price, right? You try to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's. A, I mean, I, I tried to, I, but I was never really good at doing because I'd buy stuff and then I'd want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I was never good at that. I could, yeah, you're like, I could use this glove with only four fingers in it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's something I could use. Yeah. I might lose a finger one yeah. day. <laughs> But, you know, the chances of, you know, somebody, you know, buying something at a, a secondhand store and, you know, finding a lost treasure like this in Tennessee, this, you know, this couple found a sweater owned by legendary football coach Vince Lombardi. Oh, shit. So, yeah, he was like the first, you know, Super Bowl winning coach and for Green Bay Packers. And they found that and they bought it for 58 cents and they resold it for $43,000. Dude, somebody bought it for $43,000? Yes. I'm telling you, man. Sports memorabilia is big monies. Oh wow! Yeah, so the chance of you and I doing that is point zero 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 one percent. There's so you're saying there's still a chance. There's still a chance, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but there are some weird stuff that people sell online. You know, make some cash that you would you and I wouldn't think that you could buy or sell. So, okay, so, so here's the here's the first one that's weird that that was sold. Dentures. So, I, <laughs> a man bought a set of used false teeth for a dollar at a garage sale, and he actually went Ugh. on eBay and he flipped it for seventy five bucks. Well, I think dentures are pretty expensive, aren't they? Yeah, I think I, I from what I was reading, they can go between nine hundred to twelve hundred dollars. And somebody who bought them probably didn't have that type of money. Maybe it was David Levitt. Maybe he <laughs> didn't have the money to, <laughs> to buy dentures, so he. So you he know, flipped. he doesn't have didn't have that toothbrush. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> he needs those dentures now. Yeah, it's been nine hundred bucks. That's, so yeah, I mean, somebody somebody bought this, and you know, again, it's probably somebody who couldn't really afford those new some new chompers, right? I mean, I think yeah. those things are expensive. Yeah, because you know, like you say, it, it's kind of weird, but like, I mean, if you don't have the teeth and you need the dentures, you're and you're old. Mm-hmm. It's probably not that bad of a deal. I mean, if you, you'd have to clean them really, 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 really. Oh really yeah, well. oh yeah, <laughs> really I mean, well. <laughs> but you do anyway, I think. Yeah, right. I mean, so I think. I mean, it's weird, but I, I mean, like it's it's reasonable, you sure. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, somebody bought them, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody's got to buy them. Somebody's somebody buy bought them. them. So I thought that was weird. I, I hope I never know or have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> But here's here's another weird one. This is this is a bit odd, but baby naming rights. So what? so how much? You, I mean, I know you don't have any kids. I have a couple dozen. But um, how much do you think a child's name would be worth? You know, like a dollar, five million dollars, twenty. I bucks? thought names would be free. Well, if, okay, sure. But a few years ago, Levon Drummond of Arkansas, who was an unemployed woman decided that her seventh child was worth somewhere between all that type of money, I said. She was trying, <clears throat> she tried five times on eBay to list the naming rights for her seventh child <clears throat> for $15,000. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I, she, she wanted would, somebody who can name her so, child for her, for her. So, yeah, you'd have that, you'd, for the certain amount of money, you can, you can name it. Name yeah. It. If you want to name, if, name if, if you oh, win, okay. the, you can name the child Sorry. piece of shit, and I will like, put a piece of shit on the... Oh, that, that would fucking be horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could, you could, you could name the child Pussy, and she'd have to put Pussy on the birth certificate. So, 
Yeah. Can you imagine that shit? That's how hard, that's oh. how hard up for money you are. I don't, how much did she end up making? Well, she, she didn't because eBay, they intervened and they put a stop to it. They claimed that her auction was moved due to their policy prohibiting sales that promote giveaways, lotteries, sweepstakes, random drawings, raffles, contests, or prizes. And they also said that she was also soliciting. That was, She was also known for soliciting, so that's also a big no-no to oh. their... Yeah, but she was trying to get somebody like, yeah, you you can name my child and fifty, you know, bid on it. Huh. So okay, now I get you. How much would I pay? I I would pay. I pay like thirty bucks. You'd pay thirty bucks to <laughs> to name somebody else's child. Well, yeah, because you could give them some fucked up. You name. could, yeah, and they have to honor it, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're paying for it, yeah. Did they give like a certificate, uh, some sort of certificate? Or, uh, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> well, you probably get the birth, birth certificate, right? Yeah, they they probably would have to. I mean, they, yeah. I, see, that's the thing. That's another thing. eBay, like, how are they gonna, how are they gonna make sure that's honored, right? Just you know, if if the, if the woman doesn't do it and just takes the money, how is eBay gonna intervene and fight it and stuff like that? You know, it's just it's just like a big headache. It's you know, it's yeah. like a contest, right? You can't do that shit, not on yeah. their site. That's interesting, though. That's an interesting way to make money. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really interesting. Uh, so what do you got next? Another one is uh, something that everybody uses, empty toilet paper rolls. So, All right. yeah, you know, selling empty toilet paper rolls won't make you, quote, flush with cash. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it'll bring in a few extra bucks, pun intended, with flush. <laughs> Um, these cardboard tubes are used in all sorts of kids' craft projects. If you had kids, you would know. And if I took care of my kids, I would know. You could save up, you know, up to a large <laughs> quantity, you know, like and sell them by the lot. Like on eBay, um, you could sell like a hundred of them for like fifteen to twenty bucks. Really? That much? That seems like well, yeah, just for those. Yeah, people use those things in schools. Yeah, because I, 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 when I worked at the library, they did a lot of arts and crafts there, and they always used the toilet paper. Yeah, right? somehow they got to get them right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the arts and crafts place sell them. Uh, yeah, and and imagine if you just did it yourself. I mean, if you use toilet paper and you just save those, and you're like, oh, I'll just save these, you know, at the end of the month, however much shit you do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you might you're shitting out money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're shitting makes you paid, money. Paid the poop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Shitting out money. <laughs> <laughs> and this last one I have here is. It's right. kind of weird for people who are younger might know not know what these are, but rotary phones. You remember those? Yeah, when we had people to turn like those. Yeah, you had to crank the the wheel on it to do the number. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I was a kid, mm-hmm. those gave me the most most anxiety I've ever had. Like I would have nightmares. Rotary phones? Well, oh, well, rotary phones. I know it's oh, weird man, because I was scared like, of demons and shit. You're <laughs> fucking afraid of phones. Because I would have dreams every night of like having to call <laughs> like my either like. Like something happened and it was an emergency and I had to call like my mom or my dad. Mm-hmm. And you know when you you do the dial it right, so you're like, yeah, and it would be one number, yeah, two number. So like every time I get to like the almost the second to the last number, you'd mess up. I would hit the wrong, I hit the wrong one and do the do a different number. And then like it was just like constantly all, all night long, dreaming about trying, yeah, just keep trying to dial that number and I could never get it dialed. And it, ever since then, I did not like. I was so glad when they got with the, the touchdown, yeah, touchdown touch ones. Because man, those other ones gave me such anxiety when I was okay. Oh man, I didn't know that shit. That's weird. It is weird. Oh man, like I said, some people are afraid of like ghosts and shit. You're afraid of phones. phones. Well, be that as it may, um, a one collector paid as much as 180 bucks on eBay for like a mint green or a blue phone. Really? Yeah, but like those rotary phones that you may have in your left in your attic or your parents' attic, you know, they people want those fucking. I don't guess. I mean, shit, hundred eighty bucks. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I mean they're cool looking. They are. I mean, I would, I, I'd like to have one in the house. You know, just I just don't have a landline. I, I don't have a landline, so well, yeah, just to have it there, you know, just to just for fun. Because I remember when I remember what they were like. I mean, they, they're still pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. I just glad we don't use them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Those were interesting, right? When the house phone, phone rang, everyone's like, hey, I got it. You know? Yeah. And then, like, you'd have that cord. Yeah. That long-ass cord. And you'd have to have that long-ass cord. You're, like, running around knocking everything down. Yeah. So you can so you, your mom could be cooking and be on the phone at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, being old. Yeah. Fucking shit we saw, didn't we? 
Well, here's, <laughs> here's a few things that failed to sell, just real quick. So, do you remember hearing back in the day when a person tried to sell their soul on there, on eBay? I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, their policy is that they do not allow the auction of human souls for the following reasons. If the soul does not exist, eBay could not allow the auctioning of the soul because there would be nothing to sell. However, if the soul does exist, then, in accordance with eBay's policy on human parts and remains, we would not allow the auctioning of human souls. So basically, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't with the soul. If, if it doesn't exist, there's nothing to sell, and you'll be duping someone. If it does exist, we don't. eBay doesn't allow body parts to be sold. So, <laughs> so it's considered a body part. Yeah, that's what it says. If it does exist, <laughs> it's, it's part of a body part, and they don't allow that on their auctioning. So at least three people tried to sell the soul on eBay, but again, they 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 took the they removed their their um their bids. Well, I own somebody's soul. You do. I don't know if I've ever told you the story. It's 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 a little long, but I'll I'll see if I can shorten it up. Okay. So there's when we were in high school. Um, at the time, I used to like I wanted to be a priest, and and I was studying, but I wanted to be like an exorcist kind of priest. Okay. Constantly. And so I would always re- I'd read yeah I'd read these books on like demonology and witchcraft and stuff and I was and at the end and there was this guy that I knew and he was kind of making fun of me about it mm. so I told him you better watch out you know because I got I got voodoo witchcraft powers so you need you know, kick back yeah and so so um, he was like I don't believe you and I said I'll tell you what let me let me let me make you something up tomorrow I'll give you the I'll give it to you and and it's gonna work and he was like what is it I have a love potion. You just wear this thing that I'll make, and all the girls will start flirting with you and talking to you. And he's like, oh, that's, "You know that's bullshit." And I was like, "Yeah, it'll work. I'll, I'll bring it tomorrow." So I brought it. Right, I gave it to him, and I said, "Okay, keep this in your pocket all day." But I only made it to work today. And he was like, "All right, bullshit. You know, whatever." It's like, go ahead and try it. Mm-hmm. So he put it in his pocket and took off. So I had a sister, and I told her, "Hey, tell your friends, everybody, all your girlfriends." to just flirt with him today and I told her why mm. and she thought it was funny so she did okay so she went around and all this and all day girls are flirting with him all day long you know <laughs> and so at the end of the day he sees me he's like what the fuck dude this thing works How you have powers you have power real powers oh my gosh and I was like look yeah, I, I know I do have this power so it's you know keep it to yourself don't be telling people yeah yeah and yeah, and so but you see then he was like on a wrestling team and then he came up to me, and he was like, he in his division, in his weight class, he was the second. There was a number one, and he was a number two, and he wanted to be the number one. Oh, okay. And I was on, I was on the wrestling team as well. Mm-hmm. And we were one day. He told me he's like, "Hey, I want to be the number one guy," and I was like, "Okay, I will do this, but it's gonna take a lot of power because I because someone's gonna get hurt." And I was only fucking around because I didn't think anything was gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. So we. So I told him I'd do it, right? And at the beginning of practice, in the middle of practice, the guy that was wrestling the number one in his position got hurt. Ooh. And they had the ambulance come in. Oh, so shit. So they had to stop. They had the, yeah, he had hurt his arm. And um, they had the ambulance come in, so they had us running around the gym. Okay. Until until they got that taken care of because, you know. Because yeah. there's two guys that got injured that day, that same day, at the same time. It was really weird. Wow. And then so I was running, so I was like, "Well, shit, this kind of that's kind of fucking weird that that happened." Yeah, I do have so power. I might as well use it use it to my to my advantage. So I start running towards him. We're like running around the gym. I go up to him. I was like, "Okay, you got it. You owe me. You, all. I want your soul now. Your soul's mine." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I didn't know it was going to be my soul." And he was like, "Well, it's too late now. I did the I did the I did the thing. Mm-hmm. So the transaction's a soul because that's you know I hurt somebody." Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> so, and he was freaking out because, <laughs> yeah, I'm a cop. He was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, I didn't want it like this. I didn't want it like this. You got and it. I was like, and I was like, well, this is what you fucking got, bro. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you take it, you take it, or you know what? I'm gonna own your soul anyway, so I have it. It's mine. Mm-hmm. And I just ran away. I just ran away from him, and I just kept going. I didn't talk to him anymore. <laughs> and after that, like he freaked out and he was like begging me all day please heal him heal him up heal him up because i don't want i don't want number one like that yeah and eventually like a couple days he was he was he got better Mm -hmm. 
And so he healed up, and I told him, okay, I took it, but I still own your soul. Mm-hmm. So when you die, you're, you're not going to go to heaven or hell. And to this day, he still believes that I own his soul. He, he, you still talk to him? I, have, I haven't seen him for a long time, mm-hmm. but I saw him a, a couple, uh, maybe a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And he's, <laughs> he told me he's, he's like, scared of me. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> like, deathly frightened of me because, like, he gets really nervous when I'm around him. Oh, shit. I was like, hey, how you doing? Oh, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know. And he did, you could tell, like, he didn't want to talk to me. I was like, hey, how's your family? How are you, you know, how's yeah. this going? How's that going? Yeah. How's you my, how's my soul? Get, you should be like, yeah. <laughs> you want to get out of there really quick. And then, and, um, oh, and shit. he was, just, he, yeah, he doesn't stick around with me very long. So he, t- t- he still, I think he still believes that I own his soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a real quick quip on that. In 2007, a man put a soul up for sale for a million dollars. Did you know that? A million dollars. A million dollars. You know the reason why is because he would rather not have the devil have it, so he'd rather sell it to somebody so they can make good use of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know the devil's not going to make good use of it? Uh, he does. Well, if it goes to hell, assumingly it's supposed to. You know, he's going to torment the soul, right? So that's what he believes, right? Obviously, so he's feeling like, hey, I'd rather go somewhere else. Somebody's going to do something good with it. You take it, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if somebody else owns it, the devil can't get it. Exactly right. Yeah, Almost. that's not a bad move. It's not, not a bad, bad move. move. That's not a bad move. That's that's actually smart. <clears throat> but, but you think he'd be giving it away if he was if he's wanted it for that purpose? Uh, I think he wants some money. I think he's, he's like that piece of shit, David. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. We're gonna do. I can't believe it's not Google. We uh, get people advice that. Uh, need from us even though it's good or bad advice it's probably the shittiest advice you'll ever get but it's advice so we'll see you in a little bit (laughs) we'll take a break and we'll see you guys in a little bit we're back to I can't believe it's not Google and we got a story from uh, Devin from Idaho so he writes, I'm a 35-year-old, and I love gaming online. When I get home, I play with my children. I make dinner when it's my turn. You know, I do all the things that he says he does, all the things that he needs to do, you know, as far as his family and wife. But then later at night, when I start gaming, it never fails. His wife starts bitching at him. At him. She, he says that she wants me to watch a movie with her, and it's usually something he doesn't want to watch or spend time watching. And or she wants him to do something with her, and it's something he doesn't really want to do. He says that when he tells her that he needs time to himself, you know, he wants to play these games because he needs his time, you know, to decompress. To decompress, yeah. Um, she starts bitching about it and saying that he's wasting his time because video games are for children. So he wants to know what should I do to make her understand? Yeah, and I, I don't see nothing wrong with with playing the video games. I mean, I mean, I like to play video games, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm. Pre- I'm getting fucking old, so yeah. And I'm I'll probably be in my 80s sitting there fucking playing video games. Sure, of course. But I don't know why she's getting all pissed off about it. I mean, I, I can understand if you see playing. He's playing like every night, constantly. You know, doesn't look at neglecting all the stuff that yeah. he needs to do. Yeah, if he's not helping but, the kids or being with kids. Yeah, but it sounds like he's doing he's doing all that shit. So I don't know why she's making such a big scene. Mm. The only thing I I you know for him I'd say the only thing I could. Say tell him to do is basically, you know, have her play games with you and see if she maybe enjoys it or, mm-hmm. you know, or at least you know do something as to for the, that they're doing together. Mm-hmm. You know, at least he's trying to do something together. And if she doesn't want to do that, that's kind of fucked up because she wants you know all the shit that she wants to do. Well, if they're sitting there watching a movie together on the couch and they're just not talking but watching a movie, can't they both be on the couch while he's playing and she's watching or reading a book? Yeah, that's a, or yeah, looking at her phone. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the, the difference? Yeah. And Devin tells you you got a bitchy wife. <laughs> oh, man. Sounds like you need to yeah, get the hell out of there. She's 35. Maybe she's trading for a younger one, Devin. <laughs> get him dumb and stupid. So she can just do it, acquiesce to all your needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go, Devin. It's perfect advice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make your relationship perfect. Tell her to shut the fuck up. There you go. Yeah. Yep, just get tell her to shut up. Yep. Go find a younger one, and uh, just keep taking care of your kids and fucking let her watch her own movies on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wants to watch like Fifty Shades of Grey or something, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm guessing because uh, 
should, you should, you should, you should tell, mean, hey, Devin, tell her to watch uh, Velocipastor if you want to watch <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Watch Velocipastor. You'll both yeah. have a great time. You recommend that, she'll never want to watch a movie with you again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll seal the deal. <laughs> That'll be yeah, done. It'll no be done. Bitchy. No more. No more problems. You heard it here, Devin. <laughs> so, in conclusion, try to talk her into playing with you. If she doesn't want to do that. Fucking leave her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about that time we wrap it up. But we have something new we want to try. The thing is, Sam and I missed the old show, The Strange Podcast, and a lot of listeners seem to be wanting scary content again. So we thought it would be fun to add an after show, like bonus content that we're calling The Dark Web, where we go into the scarier, creepy parts of the internet. There, we'll be talking about the paranormal, conspiracy theories, and just all-around creepy shit. So if you enjoy sitting around the campfire hearing scary stories, keep listening, because you're about to get caught in The Dark Web. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, so for our dark web segment, so I got this topic here about uh, everybody hates rapists, right? Oh, I hate them. But rape has serious consequences. And the bad part is the victim will usually face some type of trauma, whether it's physical injury or mental they might be traumatized for the rest of their life. And that's that's mm. no good. It's not good for anybody. <clears throat> but the rapist usually faces punishment, you know, imposed by the law, right? Mm-hmm. If they are caught and convicted. Oh. If they are. But in some instances, however, rapists have more to fear from their victims or the relatives of their victims. Not the police, right? But the actual people who decide to take the law into their own hands. Yeah, I'd rather have the police take me there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so here's, I'm going to talk about a few instances where, you know, the victims or the family of the victims fucking got revenge on their own, didn't wait for the law. Mm, interesting. interesting. So here's this first case where a victim took revenge. This woman sets her husband on fire for raping her daughter. So on July 16th, 2014 in Kent, Washington, Mm. 39-year-old Tatiana Hedman poured gasoline on her husband, Vince Phillips, as he slept, setting him on fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Hedman, Tatiana Hedman, she suspected Phillips had raped her 7-year-old daughter, which was Phillips' stepdaughter. Mm. So she, Phillips, you know, he was on fire. He fled to the nearby store after the incident, screaming that he was on fire. He fell on his (laughs) knees and asked shoppers to help him, yeah. Mm. So this guy suffered... Serious burns, you know, of course, around his head and chest, right? I'm sure she doused that shit on his fucking face, right? Damn. Yeah. But he survived the attack. And Hedman said she decided to set Phelps on fire instead of shooting him because a gunshot wound would have been, quote, too nice. Too quick? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I want this motherfucker to suffer because I guess she, I guess he, he raped the do- her daughter. Hedman was seen on the surveillance at the convenience store and the previous day buying the gas that burned him. Mm-hmm. And she was a, a tr- she was charged with assault and arson, and he was charged with first degree child molestation. Uh, yeah, so I mean they both got in trouble, but he got in trouble plus he got fucked up. That's true. He's not gonna he's not gonna look pretty no more. No, he's not. Probably, and, never, probably didn't look pretty to begin with. So no, yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, you fucking raping a seven year old. You're not pretty at all. I uh, know, man. I. You imagine that the only the only thing the only thing is like if he actually did it that you know I mean they they charged him with it so maybe he after he had you know he was burned and he was dying he was like all right I did it maybe he might have said something yeah right? he might have like, <laughs> it's like fuck I'm fuck, dying yeah. I'm just gonna confess and then, oh guess, guess what you're gonna sins. live and you're going to prison you know <laughs> that's, that's so he shitty. was he, he so he was actually he was tried yeah he got he, he got tried, arrested okay. for it yeah. Oh, 
Well then, yeah, I hope he burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I am. I'm not against. I'm not opposed to that, man. Headman, she she did the. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not opposed. Well, the thing would suck though. Like if it was like, um, like she did all that shit before he was even tried for it, right? Exactly. She wanted him to just suffer. Yeah, but like if I don't know, it's like because like I said, it was before the trial. Like she she had that like solid evidence. I I, I mean, maybe the daughter told him right and that was just enough for her to go you know crazy crazy yeah Yeah, right i mean who knows somehow she felt that it was was he he deserved it i wonder he maybe admitted it yeah and and she was like well fuck you fuck it yeah i mean maybe he had tendencies before that he showed where she was able to believe the daughter like yeah this fucker was you know Maybe she saw him looking at other kids or something, you know, whatever. Yeah, doing something. Yeah, that did didn't you know? Did just she knew right away like this fucker deserves to fucking burn. Anyway, that was a bad one. So this next one, this one here, where a man beats daughter's rapist to death. Nice, nice. Yeah, so an unnamed twenty-four-year-old man beat up a man trying to rape his daughter to death on his ranch in Texas. So the rapist was identified as a 47-year-old Jesus Mora Flores of Gonzales, Texas, who had dragged the 5-year-old who was feeding chickens. This little little girl was just feeding chickens. He dragged her to the bushes where the rape and attack happened. Someone saw Flores dragging the little girl and called her father. So, of course, the 23-year-old father ran to the scene, right? Dropped his shit and went there. And he repeatedly punched Flores in the head and the neck. Mm. He then noticed he had fucked him up pretty bad, so he called 911. And Flores was at the edge of death. And you know, the father had difficulty directing the dispatcher to the location of the ranch. But he told the cop, like, hey, send an ambulance. Like, this guy's dying. And he, he ended up dying. He later died. However, the police never arrested the father. They later said they would not press charges against him because Texas law permits the use of lethal force to stop a rape or attempted rape. So oddly, the father was reportedly very remorseful and told the investigators he didn't intend to kill Flores. But when he got there, the man's pants and underwear were down, were off. So he lost it, man. He lost it. But, you know, Texas law, things are different. They're like, hey, you, you stopped a rape? Fuck it. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, I, I, that's what Get I those. think the way it should be. Like, if you, the hell do you have to like, not defend yourself? You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and his five-year-old daughter. I mean, geez, what's a little girl gonna do to defend herself? I mean, yeah. I mean, you'd have to have someone to beat the shit out of the guy trying to do anything. Exactly. And you beat him to death. So, I the last last I heard that I think they were gonna try. Um, and convict the guy, or they were going to send him to like some type of court mm-hmm. and see. But I, I, again, I, I think they're more like, hey, because because like you said, he was remorseful. He felt bad. He actually felt bad about you know killing the guy that was trying to rape his daughter. But again, they were like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. You know, we we got you. Yeah. And this last case I have right here, where this woman stabs rapist to death and drags his body with her car. So this woman right here in December 2015, Roxanne Eka Peters stabbed 15-year-old Grant Jason Kassar to death in Kabalba, Australia. Mm. So after she killed him, she dumped his body in a ditch in one of the most inhumane ways. She tied a rope around the body, including his neck, and dragged it behind a car for a little more than a, than a half mile before throwing him in the ditch. She had claimed that Kassar had raped her earlier and threatened to hurt her daughter if she did not allow him to rape her again. So the judge, David Bodis, said that Peters had significant provocation after Kassar raped her and threatened her child. He, he didn't disagree with her. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, makes sense. You did what you did. But he says, quote, I accept the stabbing in current circumstances when you were enraged by what the deceased had done to you and was threatening to do it again, unquote, he said. The problem, though, is the judge had with her is that she should have called for help after the stabbing and shown respect to his body instead of, quote, callously disposing of the deceased body, unquote. So because she, she treated it like, like he was garbage, mm-hmm. that's what got she got in trouble. If she would have just stabbed him and killed him, she could have called the cops and they would have understood why she did what she did. Yeah, like she was defending herself. Kind of yeah, but instead she went, she went overboard is what he's saying. 
So she got jail time for the way she treated the body after she killed him. So, huh. yeah, but with time served, she'll be eligible for parole in June of this year, 2020. But that's 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 so weird, you know? You you think, like, if you would have killed somebody for, like, raping your child, no. you're not going to think, if I call the cops, they're going to be okay with me. And, and that's what that's what they were saying. Like, hey, if you would have called us, we would have been fine with it. But because you did this extra step, you're going to prison. I almost feel like that's bullshit. Like, I think that shows even more how mad she was at him. In my mind, that shows like, fuck this guy. He st- he rapes me and then he threatens my daughter. I'm going to fucking kill him and then I'm going to drag him to the streets because he's a piece of garbage. To me, that shows, but I don't know. This judge is like, oh, yeah, that was too much. I, I, I know it's a bad rape is a bad thing but and getting the vengeance but still i mean then you're still going into a a, a point where it's vigilant you know being a vigilante you're not giving that person the benefit of 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 law you know the doubt of the because you don't know if you actually did it or not no we don't yeah so like i mean because there's there's been instances where people women they've claimed rape and and it never happened i get that yeah so i mean that's the only reason why I say, I know it's it's fifty fifty, right? They could either just be nutty and kill somebody and say, "Oh, he raped me," or yeah. or even or he did walk- rape them, and you know they they had to protect themselves, right? Or yeah, or just have some different yeah motive where she's fucking tired of him, wanting to kill him. Yep, and and just made up this thing where oh yeah, she was raping my kid, or he was raping my kid, and so like that's why you kind of have to go through the through the through the process of law. But I can understand if it, you know if it's really happening. I can understand them totally. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you have blind fury out of yeah, doing everything in their power. Oh, you to have make blind fury, right? You're just pissed. Like I'm gonna fucking yeah. kill you. Yeah, I mean these are like I said, rape's not good. And if these people really were defending themselves, shit, so be it. I mean, at least with that second guy in, in Texas, people saw that happening. So mm. it wasn't like he just you know callously beat the shit out of the guy to death you know they saw him take the little girl so well good for him ending on a sad note (laughs) 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 that darkened up the mood there so yeah yeah. dark web huh (laughs) yeah the dark web so I think I've had enough of the internet for tonight yeah Uh, we're gonna thank you all for joining us here at the bunker and if the world doesn't end by then uh, we'll see you next week bye everyone